0: we are back and in new form we have a new name and it's the change makers podcast so welcome back to those who were previously listening and welcome to our new listeners um i am taylor jones curtis i'll be your host for most of the podcast but we hope to really really dig into what it means to be a change maker And today we're going to be speaking with the Executive Director of the Office of Leadership and Civic Engagement, as well as one of the prominent and amazing grad students. So just hold on tight and we'll get right into it. We're gonna hop into some of the light level questions first. We'll work our way up light, mid, high, but um, hey, how's it going? If you want to introduce yourself, you can sort of say your name, give us your title, and then, I don't even know, tell us what you ate for breakfast. I'm in for it. I'm here for it.
1: Okay. Um, Well, hi. My name's Thayas Ambrana Soler. I use she, hers, ayah pronouns, um, and I'm currently a graduate assistant for civic engagement, working on community engagement programs, such as Catalyst, and creating things of service, and things as such.
0: So, very high level. We love that.
1: We love it. We love to see it. I get to interact with a lot of students in my day-to-day um, student leaders as well as our, our general student population, which is a very exciting opportunity. You missed it. Also, what's your breakfast? What yeah, do you have for breakfast? Yeah, my breakfast. breakfast? Um, I kind of avoided it. Um, I'm not a <laughs> big... <laughs> I'm not that great. I'm starting to get better at, at doing breakfast. So this morning, I had a bit of coffee cake muffin sponsored by my mom. Shout out, mom. Um, and then I had a croissant. Sandwich from the bookstore cafe. cafe area. It's an omelet croissant sandwich. It was really good.
0: Um, that sounds like an amazing breakfast. So, it really good job good. for you for feeding, feeding yourself. Uh, so so, jumping back in. Um, my first question to you is probably going to be, so explain to me what a change maker is. I'm new. I just walked in. I've never heard the word. Explain it to me.
1: Okay, change maker is a term that. Olsley has sort of branded our our mission around, and it really just comes down to a person who enacts the values and morals necessary to create positive social change in our community, which can look in many different ways. And I think overall, that's what Olsley tries to educate our students on, is that there, there are some perceptions of what it means to make change that are more on the grand scale of things. But more importantly, it's it's those day to day things and actions and initiatives that you can do that ultimately contribute to our society progressing and moving forward.
0: Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that definition. That's it's really. Um, I don't. I don't want to say wholesome, but wholesome. Like it's really like, be a change maker. I like that. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna like dive in a little bit to you specifically. Um, what have you done to make change in your community? So you can you can talk about now in your amazing position or you can talk about undergrad or really even um, when you were a kid, like what have you done over your life to make change?
1: I am gonna talk a little bit about how I ended up in this position because I think it definitely relates. Um, in my undergraduate experience, I took a course within the communication studies department and it was a service learning course in which we needed to do a certain amount of hours um, volunteering somewhere. And it was definitely a learning experience because they just pitched it as volunteer hours. But overall, at the end of the journey, you will have gone some some like experiential learning into realizing what service truly is once you're engaged in the community. So I decided to work with the Triad Health Project because I feel very strongly about advocacy and education around HIV and getting rid of the stigma that AIDS left in the 80s and such, I feel like we owe it to the community to, to do some education and get rid of that stigma. So TriHealth Health um, does a lot of that as well as providing services to people impacted by HIV, whether directly or indirectly. And I got the chance to do some service at their Higher Ground home, which is a community center for those who may have been affected by HIV, whether directly or indirectly. So their families are also welcome as well. They provide meals, uh, therapy, like physical therapy, as well as, like, mental health services. And it's a very well-rounded experience of support for those people. Yeah. So all of this to say... um, I looked at it at first, you know, as a volunteer opportunity, and I was just like, okay, I'll go in there, get my hours, leave, and towards the end, I actually built these, like, long-lasting relationships that, like, really came from a place of love, and the day that everything changed for me, I was sitting in the therapy circle that they did um, on mornings, and one of them, we were expressing our gratitude for that day. And one of them turned to me and looked at me and said, I am thankful that you're here because it shows us that outside of our community, people do care. Oh, my gosh. And everything changed from that moment forward. That was that switch for you. That was that automatic switch for me where I was like, okay, this matters, and there there needs to be somebody that's putting the voice out there. And that's how I ended up in, in the position that I am now um, in OC because... I get to do that in my job and have student leaders that help support that mission across different topics and community
0: partners. Here. Okay, You definitely seem like a walking, talking, just like ad for being a change maker. really, because you know? <laughs> um, I have a business background, so I think in that way, but it seems like you're an advertisement for, you know, you walk the walk of and talk the talk of what you guys are really trying to educate students about. It really sounds like You've had that experience. You want others to have that experience, and you're also like, by the way, like you're being a change maker is bringing yourself and being authentic at that t- at, at whatever table you sit at. You know, if you're hanging out at Chick Fil A, you're like, hey, let's talk about chicken, but let's also talk about you know who let's you are as a person, the communities. Importance.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I really appreciate you saying that. I think you said it just now. I think being authentic is the key to this experience. Um, Oftentimes, people feel like they have to pretend to be someone they're not in order to do service, and and it's not. Service is really about who you are at your core, connecting with your passions, and letting that drive your efforts. Fair. Um, So I think it's important to mention that although I ended up doing it for a service learning course, I didn't find out about Triad Health through that course. I actually found it out through another class that I took. The piece I and love these classes. <laughs> Let's get into it, UNCG. I was, I was, come on, UNCG. I was a very strategic as an undergraduate student to, like, shape my path to be very well-rounded and hit a lot of everything. But, Day, how, how does a student be that way? So Give was the tea. I, I wanted to be an academic advisor, so I feel like I did a lot of that initiative. However, I will talk about what OLCE, like, brings to the table for students. Thank you. Because not, not everybody, you know, knows how to go about that. Um, Which is completely valid So we have different levels of engagement for students like some students have had some experience with serving before So we have more intense programs that they can do um, That dive a little deeper, Um, but I'm gonna go in order So for students are more beginners. We have the days of service. So we have Spartan Service Day in the fall and we have Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service, MLK for <laughs> short, MLK Day of Service in the spring. So these are like very introductory level, like two and a half hour service days. Okay, that flavor, you taste it. You, you taste it a little bit. Um, we have around like 12 to 14 sites traditionally. Every year we try to expand, um, but we, we try to collect different community partners from around the Greensboro area. And um, showcase like a variety of different topics and and social issues that we address in the community. Awesome. So students will come in. It's it's normally like a half day mm-hmm. um, engagement, and the service itself is two and a half hours. So oh, it's gotcha. very very small like introductory level no but that's good you've got to try it you know I'm not an animal
0: person that's terrible I'm sorry guys I'm not an animal (laughs) person but if I went and you know did an animal shelter I could see like okay is that something that's for me because like we said before being a change maker is being authentic in your service and also really being able to like connect that to your life if I'm not an animal person this would be a great opportunity for me to like see you know what I am into
1: oh yeah absolutely and I, I think it's also like I can sit here and talk about like all the pretty and shiny things that come out of those programs which is amazing like the, the work the, the joy that you see like students can come as individuals to meet new people they can sign up as groups as organizations like there is it's a very versatile opportunity for oh them gosh. to engage yeah. bring your but, friends guys yes please bring your friends um, come join us for spring 2023 um, <laughs> but I think it's also important to, to let people know that Sometimes it's a rude awakening. Like, in the past, we've done uh, community sites where students go out and they're like, this is so not accessible to the people that actually need it. Like, this is a, a bigger problem. Let's talk about it. Wow. And sometimes students will come back and be like, I really did not enjoy this experience. And it's like, okay, that's completely valid. Let's talk about that's why it's that. And it's really an and like a truly eye-opening experience for students to be able to do that. That's amazing. I... I definitely didn't even think about sort of the other half of
0: the coin, which is like if you didn't experience it or excuse me, if you didn't enjoy it or if you have now been awakened to all these issues and you're like, whoa, what in the world? But um, OK, so walk me through it. I'm a student. I'm like, wow, there's so much need in this specific area. I'm, I'm jazzed. I want to do something about it. Um, my major is interior designing, so I have nothing to do with it. Absolutely. But I want to help. What's that next step for me?
1: That next step can look like the Spartan Leadership Challenge. So the Spartan Leadership Challenge also is a, an initiative and a program by OSE, in which there are three tiers. There's the bronze experience, silver, and then gold. The bronze experience is where every student can begin their journey. And in that experience, they will go through a series of workshops that will help them develop their leadership identity as well as their like what it means to be a change maker for them so ultimately the takeaway is we can meet you where you are whether you are ready to hit the ground running or you're just have a lot of questions and you're looking for guidance OLCE is here for you with the resources to be able to back up and support you throughout your experience
0: a little bit more into your personal story since we've got you on the pod um Talk to me about who has been the biggest influence on your development as a leader. So the big, I know, it's such a heavy question, but really, you know, we're talking about civic engagement. But here on the Changemaker podcast, we really try to blend the line, blur the lines and, and connect the lines between leadership and civic engagement. So, you know, finding out who that big influence on you was, i I have a feeling we're going to be able to tie it into how you serve your community.
1: I feel like that's such a such a loaded question cuz I can't pinpoint like the one person. Yeah. I feel like throughout the course of time there's definitely been multiple people that have influenced yeah. my style of how I just live and go about the community. I'm trying to think of there have been a lot of people that have influ- influenced me like professionally as well as my leadership style. But I think ultimately the very first person that taught me and grounded me in, in my whole demeanor of going about life and being a server and a lifelong learner was my mom. Oh, we love mom! Get <laughs> so, into it! My mom comes from like a human resources also like humanities background so she had me I was her first like kid and she was always very open about what life really is like, and how we need to be kind to one another, but also be there for others, and I learned about some of our, like, societal issues very early on. Oh, okay. My mom is an activist herself, yeah. and I was exposed, like, to the LGBTQI plus community very early into my life, which might not seem like a big deal, but I was raised in, like, a Catholic household, in oh. a Catholic family, where acceptance was a controversial topic and my mom was always like the one that was always pushing against (laughs) like the the beliefs of health um, which might be controversial to some but I'm so thankful to have had that upbringing where my mom really enabled my learning and my curiosity throughout the years um, because she always used to tell me like if you lead with kindness and passion like you can do anything. So ultimately, that. What's a secret talent or
0: interest that few know about you?
1: Okay, um, I guess it's no longer few if I say it. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I was really into writing poetry um, throughout high school. So I do have a blog that I will not be uh, dropping down. Absolutely, Everybody, we're gonna find it. Absolutely not um it's under an alias so (laughs) but i use that tumblr vibes. i'm kidding oh my gosh no tumblr air is so different but um i used to write a lot of poetry back in high school it was sort of like an art form that i really do miss um but i did get published way back when oh my gosh Um, so you can look that up that is under my legal name it's called i don't love you anymore um and it's a poem that when you read it at first It is a breakup poem, and then if you read it from the bottom to the top, it's a love poem. Okay. I love
0: that. Yeah. um, Thank you for sharing that with us. It's no longer the few, it's the many now. (laughs) But um, so we are going to wrap up here, and I just want to thank you for your time. I want to say you're really awesome. This is a great conversation. Hi, Taylor here. I just wanted to jump in and let you know we're shifting gears. We're now gonna be speaking with the executive director of OLCE.
2: Okay. So uh, my name is Lindsay Walker. I use she, her pronouns. I'm the director of the Office of Leadership and Civic Engagement. I've been at UNCG for almost six years. Woo woo. And um go Spartans. And every day, you know, I'm probably a very common answer that every day is different. Um, but the majority of my effort goes into people power. So overseeing our staff and making sure that they're healthy, that they're happy, that they're productive. Um, and so how can I make our space more inclusive? How can I make our space more accessible? How can I make our, our team feel more bonded? How can I create deeper relationships? And so, yes, I do programs and paperwork and things like that, but the, the most, um, influential piece of my job i think is is making the people who work in my space as productive and happy as they can be
0: that sounds awesome I that's try. real leadership guys look into <laughs> it because what you're doing is you're making it great for the change makers who are making change makers look at you exactly, love exactly. That. right
2: I, I need to empower my staff to be change makers so that they can help our students become
0: change makers, change makers. Exactly. love that okay cool just want to hear your take on tying together, and you kind of did it towards the end of what you just said, but tied together civic engagement, leadership, and change making. Tie it all together for me. It will briefly explain it and then tie it together for me. What are you thinking?
2: So you can't do one without the other is what we would say. So when you are engaging in leadership, you are, you are engaging in service and vice versa. Same with civic engagement. So let's say you're you know you're doing service in the community by you being in that space and showing up and role modeling for other students that is leadership yeah Um, when you're practicing leadership how we teach it in ULSI where it's it's always for a public purpose or for positive social change therefore inherently when you are learning leadership with us you are learning about service civic engagement positive social change how to make a difference and so to ULSI i would say that we don't really see a difference between the three. You? Yeah. We, or the three we see we see them infusing and informing one another um you know in order to be civically engaged you're practicing leadership and so you know it, they all kind of flow together and and kind of um, empower each other to be even better and stronger um, especially when you're talking about creating a change maker you need all of those things to be a change maker um, um, but oftentimes I try to think of folks who are close to home. Um, and so yes, we can all, you know, Gandhi and MLK and <laughs> Obama, and, right. you know, we can, we can pull these, these really well-known figures who have awesome traits or awesome characteristics or perspectives on leadership. But I think about, um, like my second grade teacher that I had and the, the classroom environment that she created, she actually won, um, an award a few years ago and I wrote her a letter and I was just like, do you remember me? It was so so great. And she wrote back, yes, I remember you and your brothers and it was such a great time being your teacher. Um, But I think about like the way that she made me feel as a student, um, especially being a woman, right? And in a space where I had a lot of um, male teachers um, and being a teacher was something that I thought that I might do. And so I think about her, I think about my parents, I think about my brothers, I think about other family members. Um, I think about, you know, like the mayor of Greensboro, Um, we might not always align on everything, but that's another influential woman in our community who's doing good things um, and and following her own values and the way that she thinks um, leadership should be shown in our city. And so I try to look, you know, internally um, and try to think about the people who have potentially a more direct impact on my experience um, than, you know, I'd love to be best friends with, like, Obama, but yeah. that's just not my reality, and so i um, just trying to think about the people who influence me in my current space. The characteristics that impact me the most in terms of leadership, number one is being a, identifying as a woman, mm-hmm. as a cisgender woman, um, because I think not only does that impact how I show up in my leadership, but how people respond to me in my leadership. Okay. Um, there's just different ways that I think I approach conversations or I approach spaces I recognize, you know, who is in the room with me and how they might be perceiving or receiving the messages that I'm that I'm sending. Um, I also think, you know, being at UNCG I've focused a lot um, more on being white and what it means to be white in this space and you know, that's something that I started exploring in college mm-hmm. um, with different programs that I was involved in, but I I grew up in a predominantly white community and never really had a whole lot of challenge to that. Right. And so being at UNCG, you know, being in Greensboro is one of the first times that I've experienced being the only white person in a space. Interesting. Um, And so like experiencing something that a lot of people experience on a very regular basis um, and trying to, how is this impacting me? How am I, what am I feeling in this moment? Um, And how can I respond or what am I reflecting on or what am I learning from this experience? And so I think, um, especially being at UNCG with the community that we have, um, being a white woman Um, I think probably impacts my leadership the most.
0: Wow. So what have you done to make change in your community?
2: Yeah, there's a few different things that I do personally. Um, And so everybody's going to be different, right? But um, for me, last year, I started uh, being an election poll worker. So um, one of the things that students, everyone should know, really, is that the age of the typical poll worker um, is, is pretty, pretty high. Uh, yeah. So most, most folks are retirees who have the time to be able to serve. And so I decided that um, I would take some of my personal time and serve as a poll worker just to learn the process um, mm-hmm. because, you know, it can be intimidating, especially if you're a first-time voter, uh, to understand what it's like to be there. So um, and they are paid positions um that that people can work um, and i think it was a really really fascinating opportunity to be able to learn a little bit about the system be able to see what the process is um, it's pretty transparent in terms of like you can see how people turn in their ballot not what is on their ballot right but right. like how the, the how process of them putting it into the machine um, just different questions that people have about the voting process so i would highly recommend um, if any student is interested um, to to look into being a, a poll worker um, during election cycles um, also you know there are lots of local businesses who I support um, just based on their mission so like Chez Janice is a restaurant in downtown Greensboro that um, employs folks. I love folks. Catherine. I love that and their food is first of all the food is phenomenal Mm-hmm. Um, but second of all, they have, um, so they pay a living wage to their workers, um, and then they also hire folks with intellectual or, or developmental disabilities um, who, you know, sometimes can't find employment in other spaces. And so um, just thinking about like, where are you putting your dollars um, into, you know, into causes that you care about or into spaces um, that you'd like to see supported in Greensboro. So um, those are those are just a couple of things that I wanted to share. Um, students especially the
0: talk to me about just like that defining moment that you can look back and go this is when I knew what true leadership was
2: yeah uh so I went to the University of Michigan for undergrad uh, go blue Wolverines forever um, and <laughs> you are in Spartan territory I know I know uh but the colors are the same so blue and gold um so I went to Michigan and um I was involved in alternative spring break um from my sophomore year. So I went progressively in leadership roles there. So started as a participant, then was a site leader, then was on the leadership team. Um, And even as a participant in um, Alternative Spring Break, Michigan does a phenomenal job of empowering students to create their own experience through ASB. And so we did a lot of social justice, uh, reflection, learning, education, a lot of um, topic education, depending on what we were working on. So my first year I worked with environmental. We actually came to North Carolina. We drove all the way from Michigan. Whoa. Yeah. And came to North Carolina and planted trees with Nature Conservancy, planted trees, like literally from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day for a whole week, like just planted. It was so it was it was tedious I'll that's tell you interesting that. I've planted a
0: dogwood before so <laughs> I know what it, it's a lot to plant and, and, tree.
2: It, and you don't see the fruits of your labor right so mm-hmm. I've I've often said like oh no I live in North Carolina so maybe I'll drive to this place and see the field because we were restoring it to its former like natural habitat uh-huh. um, and so say all that to say um, being involved in uh, Michigan's program and growing in my leadership in terms of, you know, I was overseeing students, I was working with the sites that we were um, we were sending students to, I was communicating with community partners, I was doing education of our students. And so I think that was probably the first time that, number one, someone trusted me to right. do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, I felt prepared and confident enough to do those things. Um, and so I think that was the combo that really, when I think back, started my journey of not only leadership, but also leadership and service. The, yes. like, the connection between leadership and civic engagement or service or a community involvement.
0: But what do you hope to give back to the world, looking back on your legacy? So you're the director, you kind of steer the ship right now, but like fast forward 15 years, we're looking back and we're reading a book about you. What do you want it to have, what do you want it to say?
2: Yeah. You know it's interesting we um, we just had a retreat and um, as a team and so we were asking um, folks to bring their why and i found a box that students had made for me for my previous position that has just pictures all over it and i you know i'm not the most sentimental human um, but i try Uh, and so i opened it and there was a note from a former student of mine who um, um, struggled with an eating disorder while she worked for me And she and I had some really deep, I was one of the first people that she opened up to and talked to about it. And I was able to like help find her resources and we kind of chatted through it. And so she wrote me this letter that was like, you saw more than like a scale when you looked at me, you saw a whole person, you made me feel like I was, um, like I deserved to be here and like I mattered. And so, you know, that was a long time ago and and that student and I do keep in touch um, and she's doing really great now, but, But it just makes me think of, like, when you go into higher education or you go into a helping or serving profession, that the impact that you have on the people that you're around is what matters, you know? And so,
0: What are you reading right now? And why are you reading
2: it? So funny enough, um, I'm reading a book right now called Transformative Leadership. Um, You're like, oh, you read this stuff at home, too? (laughs) Uh, But so Jared Rudd, our associate director for leadership, um, he... a challenge out to our team of like, hey, maybe we can read a book together um, as a staff and just kind of talk through it. And so transformative leadership um, is about uh, like kind of social justice leadership and what it means to create organizations that, again, are social justice forward, are authentically uh, practicing leadership in certain ways. And so I'm about halfway through. I think we were supposed to be done maybe like a month ago. Uh, LOL. But you know what? Times happened. Yeah. It's August. Whatever. Authenticity. We're, um, here. we're here. yeah school it. we'll started. It. It's fine. So yes, that's what I'm reading right now.
0: We hope that you have been able to connect with us and really take some time thinking about leadership and civic engagement. We would love to stay connected with you as you move throughout your day and week. If you are a student, you can find us on Spartan Connect by simply typing in O-L-C-E. If you um, are on Instagram, you can find us at UNCG underscore O-L-C-E. And if you just want to check out our website, our website is olce.uncg.edu. Again, that's olce.uncg.edu. And always remember,
1: I am a change maker. We are change makers.
0: UNCG makes change.